you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We are live from London to help kick off the NFL's international series. It's a game you'll see on Sunday morning on NFL Network and NFL Plus. It's Vikings, it's Saints, it'll be at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And listen, this is Good Morning Football, live from London. It's Those Wednesday, September 28th. Good morning! Yeah. We're already too loud for these Londoners. Uh, I'm Jamie Erdahl. This is Kyle Brandt. Hello. Peter Schrager over there and a Super Bowl champion to my left. Time for the lead block. (laughs) Lead block. block. The NFL, it returns to London. We are here. We have taken over the town. It's incredible. Football is back on the world stage. Live from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on NFL Network, as I mentioned. It's Vikings. It's Saints. Wake up early and watch the game with the world. Sunday morning football live from London. Not many things are better than that. Sunday, October 2nd, to be accurate. 9.30 a.m. Eastern on NFL Network and streaming on NFL Plus. So we're here. We're on this incredible set. Uh, but Stacey Dale scoped this spot out for us yesterday. Her report uh, was from Tower Bridge. But now she's back with the Saints. Stacey, you have been telling us all week the Saints, they're here. The Vikings, they don't get here till Friday. So what you've heard from the Saints, their agenda, give us all the intel now that you're back with the team. Finally, Jamie, good morning, everybody. Uh, Some football to watch, right? They're here for their first practice. We will then head over to their facility, their residence, if you will, here in London. But 1245 local time is when they'll practice. That should wrap up just after 2 local time. Availability around 245, where we'll hear from head coach Dennis Allen, quarterback Jameis Winston. And uh, you guys can imagine on the menu of things that will be asked to Coach Allen, 
the receivers, right? The injuries to all these receivers. Jarvis Landry with the ankle injury. Michael Thomas, who leads the team in receiving touchdowns. He's got three of them this year. He's got the toe injury. Traquan Smith, concussion in the last game. So he'll be in the protocols. And then guard Andrus Pete from that offensive line that has struggled at times to protect Jameis Winston, who's been sacked in three games 11 times this season. He's in the concussion protocol. So we're going to be asking Coach Allen all of those questions. But I think it's interesting. This is really a respite for these New Orleans Saints. What do I mean when I say that? Take you guys back to week two, right? And talking to some folks with this Saints squad, it was such an emotional loss and all the drama that ensued against, obviously, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then they go on the road, they play Carolina, struggled, and then flew here on Sunday night. So now they're in London. They've lost two in a row, guys, but they see this as an opportunity to really galvanize, to team bond, and get back to the basics. And the basics for them, turnovers and penalties. They are the worst offensively turnover team in football right now. They are 32nd, and they also have the worst turnover differential. So those are things they have to clean up offensively and it's got to start this week. It is an opportunity, Stacey. You mentioned menus. We've run into a few cooks here in London, and the results have been mixed at best, I would say. But uh, Minnesota has a cook of their own, Dalvin Cook. Unfortunately, he's banged up. He's dealing with that recurring shoulder injury. Is Dalvin Cook going to be available on Sunday? What's the latest? Are we going to get Alexander Madison? What are you hearing? Yeah, perfect setup. I love the segue, Kyle. I, listen, I, there's optimism that Delvin Cook, because he's been through this before, he's experienced it with this injury, that he'll be able to go on Sunday. And it's a subluxed shoulder. That is a partially dislocated shoulder. So based upon the terminology and the verbiage, that thing didn't pop all the way out. So that is good news. It's a, it's a management type thing, a day-to-day issue, and definitely some soreness, though, had Coach Kevin O'Connell told us this week. But Alexander Madison, you, you mentioned the name. Well, in four starts in the last two seasons, guys, he is averaging 26 touches. He is averaging in those starts 130 scrimmage yards per game. So they feel very comfortable with the young man at running back to really share the load, if you will, with Delvin Cook if he's able to go. But again, we'll find those things out uh, when we hear from Coach O'Connell a little bit later on today. They should feel comfortable. Very reliable hands for that running back room with the Minnesota Vikings as Dalvin Cook has suffered these shoulder injuries before. Stacey Dills, thank you. We'll talk to you in a little bit. This game coming up Sunday morning in London is not poor on headlines or players to talk about. So we reached into our top hat and we wanted to pull out one person that we wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. from this game when the Vikings take on the Saints. Peter, who you got? You know, it's interesting. The NFL put out the schedule and immediately we circled these international games and there are stars on stars on stars. And we're talking Aaron Rodgers next week. We're talking Tom Brady in Munich. You've got Russell Wilson coming in another week. Who's the star that the NFL wanted to market? I think it's Justin Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson, who might be the best wide receiver in the entire league. Yes. And if you look back at week one, that was what the NFL was banking on. This guy against the Packers went absolutely bonkers. Nine catches, 183 yards, two touchdowns, was uncoverable. And then week two, they played the Eagles on Monday night, and Darius Slade minimized Justin Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Week three, they played the Lions, and Jeff Okuda, a former third overall pick, he minimized Justin Jefferson. Mm. This is the Justin Jefferson international coming out party. And this is the opportunity for him to become the international superstar that the NFL might have been banking on when they booked this game. My friend Jason and I went to the Churchill War rooms yesterday. I see the Tower Bridge behind me. I want to do the gritty. London. Oh, you could do the Mac Jones here. Oh, the Mac Jones. We want this to be an international sensation. That dance, the gritty. They need to be doing it in London. I want to see kids all over the Tower Bridge on Sunday doing the gritty. Okay, never mind. But yes, doing the gritty. (laughs) There's going to be a guy out there, Marshawn Lattimore, who's going to be.
be trying to stop him from doing that. And on the other side, Chris Olave, a wide receiver whose numbers have just continued to spike. First game, had five catches, few yards, but then this past week just went off. Nine catches, 147 yards, and as Stacy already said, the New Orleans Saints are dealing with injuries. Michael Thomas is hurt. Jarvis Landry is hurt. Smith is hurt. So this is a great opportunity for this young rookie come across the pond, hasn't scored a touchdown yet. What better way to go international, score your first career touchdown in London with a huge game at Tottenham Stadium. So Chris Olave, he's the guy I'm going to be looking out for, and I think his numbers are just going to continue to skyrocket. He could steal the stage from Justin Jefferson and have a really big game. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't pick, and frankly, the NFL season at times for many teams feels like a roller coaster, and right now, I feel like the Saints and Vikings are like in their seats, and it's rocking, and all of a sudden, one of them is just going to go like this, and the other one is going to go straight up, and who do we blame that on? Who do we attribute that to? It all comes back to the head coach and the yep. guys wearing the headsets. These are two first-year head coaches with these teams, Dennis Allen and Kevin O'Connell. The decisions that they make, the impact that they have on these teams early on, I think is is imperative to the trajectory of the rest of this season. This is a headline-worthy game. A lot of eyeballs are going to be watching these two teams. The Saints, they had an incredible week one win against the Falcons, but then the direction that they have gone since then in the division has been really painful and frustrating to watch. Stacey Dales just referenced the turnovers that this team has had. I think Dennis Allen really needs, and maybe coming to London early is great for this team. He gets them in a room. Mm. They have great time together, yep. and they say, stop, take care of the ball. Mm-hmm. Take care of the ball. Kevin O'Connell, like, I don't know what's going on at home. There's some sweet Minnesota milk that these guys are drinking that they play incredible at home and then on the road. But you can't be that team. You have to be able to travel and perform well. These head coaches, this is a big stage for them. Mm. So listen, there was a time that we're Americans. There was a time that England England was our mother, right? And then in 1776, we became their father. And then, uh, then we became brothers. I think at this point, America and UK, you know what we are? We're cousins, and we're sending our favorite cousin over here. Kirk Cousins is the nice. guy I'm watching. Yeah, I like That's that. the guy like I'm that. watching. Guys, you know that Kirk Cousins has played only one international game ever, and he was with Washington at the time, and he threw for 458 yards. Kirk Cousins came over and lit it up in the one and only tie on, uh, on British wow. soil that we huh. played here. And this is when he started getting paid. It's Bengals versus Washington, and Cousins was incredible. But more importantly... Kirk Cousins embraced the London tourist experience. Shocker. Yeah. Give me the photographs. In fact, right here, we're in front of Tower Bridge. There's Kirk Cousins and Julie yes. right here, the Cousins family, on the very spot we're at. And then Kirk was just going all around town. He's at the tube stations. I have, I have it on good authority that he landed. He throws like, where can I find a Denny's? Like, he just is a guy. <laughs> he bought that jersey at TJ Maxx. You know he did. Incredible. Justin Jefferson is great. He's like Chris Olave. These co- Kirk Cousins is American. Yeah, That's yeah. American as apple pie, baby. <laughs> and he's coming back here to do business. You know who else is American? Write the rap sheet. He is. Right. He absolutely is. And uh, he did Ian have to Max. just painfully sit through that and <laughs> yes, watch us go through because he's, back, to in, he's back in New York doing a job that he has to get to the rap sheet. Ian Rappaport, thank you for joining us this morning. Week four, it kicks off tomorrow night. Uh, what is the latest from around the league starting with Tua Tungavailoa? Just ignore. Uh, all right, let's talk no about promises. Tua Tagovailoa, the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, and maybe the biggest injury concern heading into the Dolphins-Bengals game on Thursday night. And we watched the game on Sunday. You'd say, what happened to Tua's head? Is there a concussion? Is it? No, there, he's not in the concussion protocol. We've been discussing that all week. The head is fine. It's actually focused on the back and the ankle. And Tua said, talking to reporters yesterday, believes the ankle is less of a concern than the back that locked up on him on the quarterback sneak and then kind of unlocked and 
unwound a little bit when he got hit by Matt Milano and he's been moving gingerly, uh, was limited at practice. The Dolphins have said, and Tua has said himself, he's doing everything he possibly can to be out on the field. Asked if Tua is going to be out there. He said simply, that is the plan. We will obviously continue to monitor that as we get closer till tomorrow. Meanwhile, we are also monitoring Hurricane Ian, which is now a Category 4 hurricane heading toward Florida. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, which and it seems Tampa is one of the spots that Hurricane Ian likely to hit. The Bucks have now moved their practices to Miami just to take cover and, and try to get ready for this game without having to deal with the hurricane that is impending. TBD on the status of the Bucks chiefs game later on Sunday night. There is a possibility. We'll see that that game has to be moved. We will continue to monitor that. Most importantly, that everyone keeps safe uh, in the face of what is now, again, a Category 4 hurricane. Absolutely. Everyone in the state of Florida, we're thinking about you as that storm inches closer to you. The NFL is taking care of everybody that is impacted. Ian, thank you so much. We'll talk to you in a little bit, and we'll try to cool it, cool our jets over here for Ian Rappaport. <laughs> We've deemed this segment translation Witter Wednesday, right. uh, but we spoke with locals in the break, and they call them whiteboards. whiteboards. And Witter is actually to drone on about trivial matters, which yes. just feels like the entire definition of the show. Mm. Yeah, that's right. our show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Kyle, on no. your show, Kyle Brandt's Basement, you no. spoke with Josh Allen about the now infamous Ken Dorsey freakout, yep. and here's what he had to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking on the bus. I'm slightly sore. I'm sitting down. He's like, hey, did you see uh, after the game? And I was like, no, I didn't. He, like, leaned over and shoved me his phone. He's like, well, I probably shouldn't have done that. But he's he is a fiery competitor, man. And when you've got some like, – that's one thing in this game, right, It's something that pushes us, the fear of losing. We do not want to lose. And when you lose, it should make you feel a certain way. Yeah, and that way was absolutely maniacal because he hates losing. It was fantastic. It was such a great scene for us yeah. all to see. It was a ton of emotion. We love when players and coaches show their human side. So our Witter Wednesday topic will be the player or team that you want to see more emotion from is... There's something wrong with this season that is a huge bummer. And I'm going to say Josh McDaniels. Yeah. I hate that the Raiders are winless. We were very excited about this Raiders team. And I have no doubt that Josh McDaniels was pouring all of his emotion and all of his effort into getting him in the winning column. But Josh, let's go. We're rooting for you. If there was ever a time to kick over a chair, don't throw the surface. We know this from back in the day. Yeah. We know you have it in you. I want to see a little bit more of this. And I believe they play the Broncos this weekend. So there we go. Raiders, yeah. Broncos. Josh, we're pulling for you, buddy. If you got to scream, holler, do whatever you got to do, we'd love to see it. We'd love to get W. Yeah. Love it. Kendra Spears. I didn't know that's who you went with. I decided to go with the Raiders is, as a out. team. We've in spent chemistry. way too much time together. So for <laughs> me, I went Raiders. Yep. Josh McDaniels, you get fired up like Kyle just said. The team, the Mac Hollins, the Devontae Adams, you guys, see Josh get fired up and let it translate to the team. Start hollering, start talking trash. Go out there and impose your will and dominate. This team is 0-3 mm -hmm. and they've been in every single game since 1990, I think it is, only 2.5% teams have made the playoffs wow. hey. starting 0-3. It starts this week, guys. Get out there, win the game, social emotion. All right. I'm going to go with another team that needs a win. They're 1-2 right now, but I'd love to see fired up Robert Sala. Who wouldn't? Yeah. The version of him that, that we got in San Francisco, and I'm talking about the one that was a maniac on the sidelines that was firing up his players and had to be held back because of how fired up he was with his team's performance. That guy, that's the guy that the Jets hired and that's the guy that I know is there. 
This team has these moments of, of positivity, of glimpses of, of a, hey, there's a future, and then you take six steps backwards with the loss against Cincinnati. I think they play the Steelers this weekend, and I think fired up Salah would go a long way. This is a defense that is ready to go and an offense that has young stars, and we might have Zach Wilson under center. Fired up Salah. It's time. Mm-hmm. Jets, let's go. Let's get that version of Salah on the sideline. All right, Peter. Interesting. I see your 49ers, and I was inspired. And what did you say about Jimmy Garoppolo yesterday? He's he the only like one that looks like the prince. Yeah, Prince yeah. Jimmy G. That's our I want you to throw your royal handbook out the window as to how you are supposed to behave or how you're supposed to act and just get fired up. We did see a second. There was a, a, a brief moment in the game last week where uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was subjected to some lip reading experts and he had some choice words. We're not sure who they were directed at and you yeah. could also guess what they were, but I liked what I saw and I kind of want to see a guy who we all felt like this offseason was so awkward and uncomfortable for. Yeah. And I just want to see him go t- scorched earth mm-hmm. just for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, let's see it. Be mad. Like, you look great when you smile, and congratulations for that. But, like, throw something. Like, I like it. We're just going to, like, get your Ken Dorsey on or something, you know? Imagine your job is to read Jimmy Garoppolo's lips. How can I do that job? Yeah. Hot. Good <laughs> Just get on Twitter and do it. Hey, now. Um, NFL bloopers, um, they can live on forever, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but with the bum punt and Jimmy G's accidental safety this last week, uh, that's a pair of famous NFL bloopers that may have finally faded into the background yep. thanks to these more recent versions that we saw last weekend. Famous NFL bloopers, here we go, Whiteboard Wednesday, Witter Wednesday, that the world needs to move on from. We're over it. What are you over? For me, this is an easy one. I'm going with we fall down. Daniel Jones takes a slip, (laughs) an 80-yard scamper. He's taking off. We're thinking he's going to score a touchdown. He's running. He's going to get there. You're going to make it. And it was as if there was somebody up in the crowd that just shot a dart at him. Mm -hmm. He starts to stumble, (laughs) gets woozy, and just falls down. But, hey, we all can relate. No one probably can just walk out there and sprint 80 yards. Sometimes the monkey jumps on your back. Daniel Jones was carrying the weight of the entire organization on his shoulders. Saquon's laughing. Stressed. Yeah. Saquon's laughing. The guys That's enjoyed funny. it. Let's give Danny Dimes a break because we all fall down. Oh, very good. You guys know one team in the history of the NFL has gone undefeated the whole way through. Do you know that one team yeah. is considered the greatest ever? It's the 72 Dolphins. Yeah. This is the 50-year anniversary of the 72 Dolphins. And for that, I'm going to give their kicker a chance here to never be mentioned as a blooper again. <laughs> Gary, you're premium. I am done seeing this kick. That is legendary NFL films lore. The Dolphins won this game in the Super Bowl, okay? This guy was just trying to make a play, and yet they went undefeated. Okay, they were undefeated. That would have ruined it. It didn't ruin it. He's one of the greatest kickers ever. And this is what he's remembered for. 50 years later, can we can we just forget Carrier Premian's blooper from the Super Bowl? So funny. Dolphins fans, I see you. I know you're feeling good at 3-0 right now. 50 years later, Mercury Morris, drink to this. Yeah. Let's retire the Gary Premier. Peter, to delete it, someone else has to do it. I know. You know, I don't know, I know. who's pulling that off. I know. It's an incredible play. <laughs> it's really they won funny. the game. I know. It's very funny. That's a good yeah. point. The whole premise of this segment was because now things have happened that we feel like could replace things that are kind yeah. of play adjacent, yeah. if you will. Tony Romo, I guess because you're getting paid Here we go, now Jim. that you should hope that we forget the fact that in the 2006 NFC Championship oh, yeah. no. game, Divisional. 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 Jordan Babino on the tackle. Oh, here. no. Oh, no. And then he, he really thought he could pick up. Oh, I just, I feel badly for him because, like, and then the scene at the hands in the helmet, and it just, it hurts so much. I hate that. It's like Josh Allen after that game. He's like, I know. no. 
no, it's such heartbreak. I just, but again, you have to recreate it, and I just don't see a quarterback doing that on a box no. snap. I didn't mean to jump down your throat and say division. It might have been wild card. No. I just, the fact that you said the Cowboys in an NFC Championship yeah, game, right. I knew it was like, there's no, 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 no way. way. Right. No way. That didn't happen. Um, it wasn't it? <laughs> and that one won't happen because you don't have the star quarterback as holder anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It used to be the back. You just would never see that. It's so strange. Um, a lot of times we talk about, imagine if social media was when this was around. Like, yeah. how we would have freaked out. And if we had Twitter, when Jim Marshall of the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> scored a touchdown entirely in the wrong direction, it would just, the oh. tweets would just be like, thread. And then it'd be like 26 <laughs> thoughts on Jim Marshall. It would, there would be uh, political takes, there'd be comedic takes, there'd be serious takes, then there'd be the blowback about like, I actually stand Jim Marshall. You know, yeah. like, he t- picked it up, he's <laughs> yeah. like, I got the greatest play ever. Touchdown. People would go totally opposite. Uh, there would be political candidates who would bring up Jim Marshall. Like, it would be a massive event just because, look at the celebration. I did it! Where's all my teammates? Sorry, Jim. Jim's still with us, by the way. He 84 is. years old, yeah. Jim that Marshall. Happens, we- that happens every year in a Pop Warner game somewhere. Sure! Picks up yeah. the ball. Yeah. NFL. Uh, the- not at the National yeah. Football League. No, no, probably not. Yes. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Good Morning Football. I'm Will Selva, and there is some good news out of Cleveland, if there can be any, following the scary car crash involving all-pro defensive end Miles Garrett. The Browns saying Garrett avoided serious injury when his vehicle turned over several times. Now, Garrett underwent further tests Tuesday after being released from the hospital Monday night. He has a shoulder sprain and bicep strain but has been cleared from concussion protocol. His availability for Sunday's game will be evaluated by team doctors throughout the week. 
Elsewhere, NFL Network's Mike Giardi reporting Patriots quarterback Mac Jones is getting a second opinion on his high ankle sprain from the Brooklyn Nets team doctor. Mike adds he is the same doctor that performed Chargers quarterback J.C. Jackson's recent ankle injury surgery. Well, Giants wide receiver Sterling Shepard will miss the rest of the 2022 season after suffering a torn ACL in a non-contact play in Monday night's loss to the Cowboys. Another tough break for Shepard, who spent the past year rehabbing a torn Achilles suffered in Week 14 last season. And the Bills adding some help to their injury-depleted secondary. NFL Network insider Mike Garofolo reporting Buffalo signing Veteran cornerback Xavier Rhodes, the three-time Pro Bowler, playing the last two seasons for the Colts after spending the first seven years of his career with the Vikings. So help certainly on the way for the Bills, who have been dealing with injuries. And guys, seeing the background behind you there, fantastic. Half expect James Bond to pull up behind you and say, stop doing the bloody gritty or whatever you want to call that Peter Schrager (laughs) Thursday night on Prime Video and NFL Plus it's Dolphins it's Bengals and there's some history in this matchup at least according to Tyreek Hill here's what he had to say after Miami's win on Sunday are we play on primetime that week? I didn't even know that. Amazon Prime. Are we play on Amazon Prime? Oh, that's going to be lit right there. I didn't even know that for real. But, yeah, we're looking forward to the, who we play. We're looking forward to the challenge. It's going to be fun, you know. And I can't wait to go against Eli Apple, man. I owe you, boy. I owe you. I'm here. The cheetah is here. Mm. I mean, I see uh, that 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 whole thing just screams Halloween costume to me. I wish I had a oh, I wish I had a bubble gum to pop in my mouth for this That's whole good. segment. In your mind, this game, uh, is, there's a ton of headlines and questions surrounding it, but intriguing is the word that comes to mind, and it's the one we're going to talk about now for Thursday night football. Dolphins, Bengals. What jumps out to you, Jay? Oh, this is easy. I mean, we just saw it. Tyreek Hill, the cheetah, the cheetah is coming for you. But let's see where it started. Let's show a tweet from Eli Apple last season. Okay. They beat Kansas City in the conference championship game, headed to the Super Bowl, and Eli Apple, a nice gentleman from New New Jersey, is offering up tickets for his fellow comrades that play in the NFL. McCole Harmon, Tyreek Hill, come to the Super Bowl on my dime. I'll get you guys some tickets. And we know from that game, Eli Apple makes a huge tackle, getting Tyreek Hill down, helping them to win that game. But what I love most about this, Eli Apple hasn't responded. Said he had no comment for what Tyreek Hill said. Mike Hilton and Jesse Bates were the guys talking. And you saw from the clip, Hilton was just like, hey, he's still in his mind. Jesse Bates said, you know what? He's just mad because Eli never came through with those Super Bowl tickets that he promised. All game, all night, I'll be watching the Eli Apple, Tyreek Hill matchup. I want to see the trash talk, everything in between of those two guys going against each other. Chatty Cheetah. I'm into it. I love that clip. I love that Tyreek has no idea the Thursday night game. No idea. Who they're playing. No idea who they're playing. Just has no concept. But then he hears. He hears Bengals. First thing he hears, he goes, oh, Bengals, Eli Apple. Bam. And look, we're all classically raised on Star Wideout versus Chatty Corner. I love it. Andre Risen versus Dion. We go over and over and over again. And I also like that we spent most of the offseason saying, who's this year's Bengals? Who's this year's Bengals? It's the Dolphins. Mm. Like, we're here. The team is, oh, my God, they're 3-0, and and they look electric and kinetic, and now they're going against each other. So I want to see this play out because the Bengals, all right, I've said this a lot this week. You can go 0-2. I don't hate it. You cannot go 0-3. They got off the mat. They're alive. They're, I don't know if they're well yet, but they're alive. And yet still the Dolphins can kind of in a way quote-unquote end the Bengals this year if they're like not only are we the new Bengals 
We're going to put down the Bengals and usher in our new era. We just took care of Buffalo, and now we're going to send you to one and three. The storylines are awesome, and I cannot wait for the first play because I think also McDaniel's a little cheeky, and I think yeah. he might be aware of the relationship and the talk, and he might get the cheetah involved really early. Yeah, and I think McDaniel's a great place to take it. That's what I'm looking at here because talk about the hot teams in the NFL. The Eagles obviously are going to come to mind on the NFC, but the Dolphins are amazing. This is a real challenge, though. We don't know if Tua tunga is going to be 100%. We don't know what kind of shape his ankle's in. We don't know what kind of version the Dolphins are going to be rolling out here on a short week after a really emotional victory at home in the heat against the Buffalo Bills. But I think this is the nation's, like, first primetime Mike McDaniel experience. Okay. Who is this guy? He's a curiosity for sure. But at 3-0, look at the stuff that we've seen already from him. They beat the first team, the Patriots, and there's this great Gatorade bath that he gets that it's mixed colors. Is that your kid brother get, winning a big game? Week two, how are you going to roll into a game against Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh and that vaunted Ravens team? How about this style that he rolls in with? with the pink shirt and the Ferragamo belt and the Louis bag and everything you can imagine. We might as well be in London going shopping at Harrods. Is that right? Yep, Harrods. that's right. That's Harrods. Might be doing it with the way he And then week three, they beat the Buffalo Bills. Everybody's picked for the Super Bowl, not only for the AFC, for the championship. They win that game in dramatic fashion. And this guy is exhausted, sweaty, having a blast. He's 38 years old. There's not a ton of, uh, you know, backstory on him. He shows up as the Dolphins head coach, and he's about to go 4-0 and and do it on national TV. I think the Mike McDaniel experience has been a really cool mm-hmm. one for Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And for the rest of the league, we're going to find out a little bit more about him. Mm-hmm. Short week, quarterback issues, and a ton yeah. of trash talk going on. Mm-hmm. What do you got, coach? Mm-hmm. Let's see it. Love that was that. incredible. I think, I think each of our answers really just spoke to our football knowledge and mm-hmm. awareness. So I'm going to give the viewers who really give me heat for doing this three seconds to change the channel before you know where I'm going with this. What? Did you know that these two guys played against each other Let's in the go. SEC go when there. they were at Alabama and LSU? Because that game, I was there and it was incredible. It was November 2019. We were in Tuscaloosa. They had come in, LSU, Joe Burrow as the number six preseason ranked team. And they came in and I'm not going to say dominated. It was an electric game. 46-41 in an absolute thriller. These two quarterbacks combined for over 800 yards mm, passing. Wow. Seven touchdowns. I'm sorry. I just set my microphone down on the sideline and just stood there and was like, this is one of the most beautiful games of football offensively that I've seen. Look at Najee out of the backfield. I know. Najee out of the backfield. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I have a picture of Joe Burrow interviewing, and he just wanted to bring in Clyde Edwards-Alaire after the game. This game, I mean, I know we saw the two uh, hugging Josh Allen. Like, I kind of want this to be a rivalry. I want this to grow into something. So there you go. Everyone who gives me heat for talking about the SEC. I'm sorry, I can't. You just, it's just like this. I can't Bat flip. Do it. Flip the bat. flip. The London guests just keep rolling in. We love you, Sky Sports, and we love Sky Sports NFL analyst Neil Reynolds. He will join us right after the break. Is Neil here? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football! We are here in London in advance of the Saints and Vikings squaring off on Sunday. What a great honor it is for us, and what a great honor it is to have our next guest. He is the face of Sky Sports Football. He's a longtime NFL reporter and anchor, and he once threw a pass to Jerry Rice in London. What? We'll get to that. Ooh. Please welcome the anchor of Sky Sports' NFL coverage, the great Neil Reynolds. Hey! Thank you. Hello, Neil. That's, uh, that story is not as glamorous as it sounds. Let's talk about it. Okay, so I you think... throw a pass to, to Jerry Rice. Tell us the story. So we're at Wembley Stadium. We're doing a promotional event, and Jerry's doing some filming. I'm sat there in the stands, and the ball flies into the stands. Jerry went, hey, throw that back. So I threw it back. But as I'm throwing it back, I'm, I'm already in my own head. I'm throwing to Jerry so Rice, right? Palm so sweaty. Yeah, and it's... It's only about 10 or 15 yards. I'm oh like, is God. this going to make it? <laughs> so, yeah, got the chance to throw with Jerry Rice. Then we were down on the sidelines just hanging out between filming, just throwing back and forth, playing catch. The and throw was okay? You made it there? Yeah, it was It was like late Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah. It got there. It was, I yeah. knew what I was doing with it. I knew where it needed to go. It yep. just took a while. But sure. yeah. I've had chances to do things like that, catch passes from Joe Montana. Wow. As we do grow the game here and we we do cool things right we yeah, do things cool. that maybe don't happen in the in the states yeah not been tackled by ray lewis but have worked not with yet. There you no, go. so that's Put the, it on the list that's the last on the list look yeah, you've got a great, great show on sky sports and you know this city has really begun following the jaguars and in fact a lot of fans are calling it Jaguars Weekly UK because mm. of how much Jaguars Jag respect. Talk. We got to sit down with, uh, you guys got to sit down with first-round picks, both Tra- Trayvon Walker and Devin Lloyd. Let's take a look. Jaguars Weekly UK. And the Jags are the team that go back every year. So this is the Jags have played eight times in, in London. So they're really building a fan base. Are you excited to see that? Yes, sir. I definitely am. For me, like, it's very exciting because it's like a totally different culture for me. And I've never been outside of the United States. So that's just a big life experiencing moment for me and a lot of my teammates as well. Yesterday we talked about the Jaguars and how surprising this start is, but also how impressive those two rookies are. Trayvon Walker's been great. Devin Lloyd's probably your defensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. What do you make of this Jaguar start being this might be the hometown team of Jacksonville? Yeah, I'm just hoping it's not another full storm because they've had them in the past. Mm-hmm. They look like they were going to be good and then it hasn't quite materialized. I really like the, the head coach. I think it's worlds away from where they were with Doug Peterson now in control. 
I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the Trevor Lawrence that everyone's been waiting to arrive in the mm-hmm. NFL for the last seven or eight years. And the defense, yeah, it's, um, takes me back a bit. To, it's early to say this, but back to that 2017 yeah. defense, mm-hmm. which was a very good one. And they're yeah. taking the ball away. They've taken the ball away more than any other team mm-hmm. in the NFL. So I'm hopeful, but we've we've had these hopeful moments in the past. But they are growing. A, they are growing a fan base here. It really awesome. is. Awesome. Yeah, hopeful is a, is a good feeling to feel, and they've been exciting and fun to watch. And you've covered dozens of NFL London games, and I'm sure you get fired up about it. But what's better? What's more exciting? The week leading up to a London game? Or the week leading up to a Super Bowl? Oh, that's a tough one. I do, yeah. love, I do love me a Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I think it probably is, though, the London games. And I'll tell you why. Because, because we're right in the heart of it. Yes. This is our Super Bowl. Yes. You know, when those games are going on, we're there on Sky Sports on Sunday. We're going to be on air for 11 and a half hours live from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Oh, yeah. And I think about the Super Bowl as well. I think probably this happens to you guys as well. The Super Bowl is kind of tinged with a bit of sadness of about what's about yeah. to come yeah. next. Oh, totally. right? You know what's about to come yes. after that. It's a long off season. So, you know, it's all laying ahead of us. We've got five international games mm-hmm. this year. I'll be going to Germany as well for that we'll game. We'll see you there. And I will be at the Super Bowl and I'll be enjoying the Super Bowl when it gets there. But yeah, love these London games. 11 hours. My goodness. You cover so many games. My backside will feel like Trent Sherfield. Hey! Butt punt, Joe. Butt punt. Are they loud? Just get a W, Tatted. Neil, you are so good. good. You're so good. 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 Most fun or most exciting game you've ever covered? Oh, so in terms of the London games, I think the the first win the Jags had in 2015, Mm. they jumped out to a big lead against Buffalo. The Bills came storming back, and then Alan Hearns catches a diving pass full length in the last minute to win that game. And then I interviewed Alan the year afterwards. He gets up, he's got, you know, the old school look, the chunks of grass yeah, hanging yeah. off the helmet, yeah. the mud. And he told me the following summer, he's actually allergic to grass. What? So he had a really bad reaction to making that diving touchdown That's catch. So, wow. so That's that, cool. Gronk marching up and down in the end zone yeah, after his nutcracker. Going, the nutcracker, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Great. For those nutcracker dudes outside the palace. That's as right. said. Oh, and then greatest game I've ever covered uh, in the States featured an NFL Network guy was uh, Kurt Warner. I was there uh, mm. calling the Arizona Green Bay playoff. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was there for that for BBC Darnell Radio. Yeah. That was ridiculous. That's so cool. Um, Kurt Warner, that's fantastic that you have that memory on him. We get to work with him at NFL Network. So um, this summer, though, you went on a tour around the States, and one of the stops you made was in Minnesota. You visited with the Vikings. You hung with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, all guys that we're going to see on Sunday morning on a game between the Vikings and the Saints. Quick question, though, and Peter attempted to do the great earlier didn't go great if Justin Jefferson scores a touchdown does the gritty in front of the fans like how do you think that's going to be received well, I think they'll love it yeah. I think that's what a lot of people are going to see yep. you know, those those kind of stars of the game I've, I actually hosted an event during lockdown during COVID uh, I did a we used to do stage shows around the country so I've traveled around the country with uh, with Kurt Warner with yeah. Michael Irvin we'd go to stage uh, theaters and do all these stage shows Justin Jefferson did a live show with me but it was from my house Okay. So I was in my kitchen, and Did he taught game? me the gritty. And oh. I was, Please, no, sir. no, no, I'm terrible. Yeah. Neil, the I have, I am, I'm, I'm <laughs> worse than terrible. So, yeah, if you could let me let me have a pass on that one, I'd okay, appreciate it. Yeah, but, um, I have tried it before, but London will certainly Next love year. it. Next year. Uh, you also host the NFL Review Show on Sky Sports, and you guys do a segment called NFL Mailbag. So we thought we would help you a little bit. We have a de facto piece of mail here. It's a contributor. Contribution from someone watching. I think it's a tweet. Someone named Paul Dobson. Hey, Paul. Paul Dobson would like to know 
Who has the worst British accent of Good Morning Football this week in London? My clear favorite is P. Strakes, who's definitely channeling Dick Van Dyke and Dom Cheadle. Dom Cheadle, his brother, I guess. What do you think? Yeah, answer the gentleman's question. So, uh, so over the years, I've worked with a lot of analysts who come over from the States who then attempt the British accent, mm -hmm. and they all seem to take a little bit of Dick Van Dyke. Sure. So I think that's the way I would lean. I'd say... Bloody hell, Nate. I look at you oh I think God, that you are okay. a classic posh yeah. Londoner. You're a journalist. You are on Sky Sports. But I don't understand why I'm getting bloody killed on Twitter for all this stuff I'm doing. I think my accent is pretty good. Why does it sound like you have what? marbles in your mouth? Yeah, your tongue is paralyzed. <laughs> like, you, you went to the dentist, Peter. And yeah. everyone's allowed to use words when they do the British accent that I'm not allowed to use on Sky Sports. Oh, oh. Oh. So I'm very jealous. Okay. Oh, um, that's interesting. Neil, I would actually throw a wild card answer got? into this. Yeah. I would say Osio Manura, and he's supposed to live here. <laughs> Osi had a bad English accent? your colleague. Wow. <laughs> they get to battle it out on Fridays. Yeah, no, Neil, can you, do, can you do an American accent? How would you do it? How would you even attempt it? What would you say? Uh, oh, no, I don't know. Something Howdy, like y'all. That. <laughs> nice. That's us. That's we go classic Texas. Yeah, that's it. Howdy, y'all. How about a surfer dude? Can you do that, that? Like A surfer guy, surf. LA surfer guy. Like, yo, what's up? No, I don't think I can. Okay. Hey, bro, very, very, surf's up, dude. I'm very, very British. You I know, see the whole stiff talk. upper lip, right? Ah. Not going to gritty, not going to do accents. No, he's not going to gritty. Very yeah, professional. I that's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. It's great, though. There you go. I do wow. have one last question, though, Neil. I, you know, you, you see all these things. How has the game really grown, though, since that Giants-Dolphin, since 2007? Have you seen the, I mean, in your own eyes? Yeah, so, so everything has gone from a base where... Years ago, I was covering the NFL Europe League and Kurt Warner was playing in South London and there were 2,000 people there. But since the regular mm. season games, TV figures, fan numbers, people playing the game in university. There's an academy here now sending kids to North America to play football. So everything has gone to a level where I actually think it's a separate conversation about whether there will be a franchise here or not. Mm. What the NFL has done is, has laid the table. If ever an owner wants to bring a team to the UK, it's ready. You've got two first-class stadiums, you've got government support, you've got hundreds of thousands of fans. So, the, you know, we've, we've laid the table and that's incredible when you think about where I we love were. love that. And there the face is. of the league sitting right here for the network coverage. That's there you it. go. Where's that? Oh, there. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Neil Reynolds, awesome as always to have you and honestly, thank you so much for what you do to the sport of football and you bringing it to Sky Sports. You guys are fantastic and you are truly the face of the game here. Love it. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you so Appreciate much. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.